When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Oh, well done, JD. Very good. Uh, Super Rugby is just three sleeps away, and there's a couple of cracking games first up on Saturday. The Hurricanes and the Crusaders will do battle in Dunedin. Uh, the Highlanders uh, hit the road, go to uh, Northville, are based there anyway, aren't they, to uh, Pukatipu Rugby Club to beat the Chiefs, to meet the Chiefs, hopefully to beat them in Queenstown. Uh, so to preview it, uh, we've got him. Yeah, it's Brendan Chainsaw Laney with us. Uh, we're going to focus... Uh, we're going to focus on it as if it would be anything else after that uh, build up. Uh, hey, first, first of all, Brendan Laney, uh, belated Happy New Year to you, sir. Uh, how are things down there uh, in the South Island for you, business wise in particular? Yeah, good day, Smitty. Same to you, mate. Um, been a while since I caught up there, to be fair. But um, yeah, look, it's, uh, it's challenging times for everyone at the moment. Um, you know, we've we've had to put a few split shifts on just to keep your business going. So if, if someone does get it, at least that not everyone's a close contact, and um, it comes with uh, with costs, but it also comes with um, people having to do strange hours and and um, puts a bit of pressure on uh, people at home too. So uh, look, it is it is a it is a challenging time for everyone, but we've just got to we've got to get through as best we can, and and hopefully hopefully everyone. Not just us, but for everyone, it's uh, it sort of goes through this wave, goes through reasonably quickly, and we can we can get on with it. So um, yeah, tough times, but um, on, you know everyone's in the same boat at the moment. It's just got to be friendly to each other and get through. Yeah, well, you're a resilient man, and so uh, one of the reasons you are is because you're uh, a Highlanders man, and we'd love to talk to you about the Highlanders. Of course, uh, they made the uh, the Trans Tasman final last year. Uh, let's uh, let's look at uh, the squad overall. Uh, you, you're pretty happy. Look, they're, they're playing some games at home early. Uh, I'm not sure if that's an advantage without a crowd or not, but at least they're on their home patch, aren't they? Yeah, did right. I think they'll be uh, they'll be pretty excited about that. Even if it was in Invercargill, which looked like it was going to be for a wee while, didn't it? But uh, I think they'll be reasonably happy that they are um, under the roof. Um, I suppose the upside for not only the Hondas but for the whole competition is nine ones out of ten we usually get a pretty high scoring game under the roof in Dunedin. So mm. I think everyone sitting on the couch at home with a beer watching is going to be pretty excited about that too. So um, I think uh, just looking at this squad too, you know, Brownie's Brownie and his team have, have obviously looked pretty hard at, at um, around the country. Um, 
and they've got some exciting players in there. And, and I suppose the upside too is they've got some guys who are coming back from injury too. Some of these have been out for a while and, and missed last year. So I'll be really excited, excited to see them. Guys like, you know, Jermaine Ainsley and Fakatawa, they'll be guys that they're really keen to see get going. So, um, from a, purely from a, being selfish from a Highlanders' point of view, um, great that they've uh, got a chance to play at home. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see some of these guys go. Yeah, I am too. And I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, just seeing how they match up in the engine room. Uh, I think that's really important. You mentioned Ainsley being back there. They've got uh, De Groot, of course, who uh, looks to be a real uh, promise for the future sort of player him uh, Leonard Brown with a lot of experience in the front row Josh Honick, uh, Aidan Johnson then you go to the hookers uh, where they've got uh, they've been bolstered, they've lost Ash Dixon of course, Coltman, Macaleo and Marshall, uh, but the name missing from the locks, uh, the concerning one for me, is Putty Putty Parkinson a giant in the making, yeah. so what do you make of that engine room, Brendan? Great, especially up front really, like those names you called out of all um, outstanding players. The, the bit that excites me is you've got guys like Coltman, Honick, you know, uh, Michelot is another one. They've been around a while. Um, they've got a few games under their belt. Um, you chuck Brent Evans in there as well. Um, a lot of experience. And then you add likes of um, Josh Dixon, who's been a, around a while too. Selby Rickett, another one who's, you know, starting to starting to be, become a, a, a real leader in their team. Um, I think it's really exciting. And it doesn't matter what game you play, you've got to have your leaders and, and you've got to have guys with experience leading from the front. And, and, uh, and, and in rugby in particular, if the tight five don't perform well, it's, it's, you struggle to get your game going. So um, I think from a Highlanders' point of view, it's, it's really exciting that these guys... Um, are in the team and um, and they'll certainly uh, you know they'll they'll get plenty of ball and we know they're going to work hard. That's something that the Hans have, have done under under Tony Brown's um, tutelage for a while. Is is they work pretty hard up front and um, and they don't give in for eighty minutes. So even if it takes longer, so that that's really exciting for me. I think that's um, that's going to be great. If I was the backs. I'd certainly be uh, pretty excited for um, what's up front because I'll get plenty of ball, I think. The Lucy's uh, will include uh, Gareth Evans, who's back there. And, man, as I can promise you, he is hungry for some game time. Uh, I think a really, really big start to the season is important for Shannon Frizzell for what comes up in the future. Billy Harmon is back <coughs> after in, a little bit of injury problem. Uh, Michaeli Tu'u Hicks with the uh, Lynchies, of course, uh, and Hugh Renton. So... Uh, there is a number of very solid performances in the Lucys. Start hard to pick a starting three, isn't it? Really, um, you know, you've got Lynchies in particular, who's been sort of captaining the side for for a while and and um, and a, a real leader. Um, had a hell of a hell of a time with his ankle, and he looks to be back after a pretty solid um, NPC, uh, which is great. And he's he's an outstanding footballer. Um, Sean Withy's exciting. I think he'll be he'll be jamming at the bit to get some more game time as well. Um, McKinley too. Well, we we know what he can do with ball in hand. We've seen him go, especially in the black and white of Hawks Bay. He's a he's an outstanding footballer. So in uh, um, in. Gareth Evans, I think that's a great signing for for um, the Highlanders. He's 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 an outstanding footballer. He can play six, eight, or seven. Um, I really like him at eight. 
Um, I think he's an outstanding eight. Um, but I see that he's played a bit at seven for the first couple of trial games. Um, but you, I, I couldn't agree with you more around Fazel. I think he has to come out of the, out of the gates absolutely firing. And um, I would say with the amount of pre-season that he's had, um, they'll be working pretty hard on him to make sure that when he does keep going in these first couple of rounds, because they can't really afford to drop any that uh, he'll be key he'll be because they, they, they tend to use him a bit wider as well and get the ball in his hands. Um, and he's, he, you know, he's devastating when, he's, when he gets running. Um, he's just so strong. Um, so it would be really, you know, I think Cazell is, is a huge one. Um, Hugh Renton's been um, a, good, a good boy too. He's, he's come down to the Hollanders and, and Otago and really made, made uh, a real good fist of it. I think he's been a great, Great asset um, for a guy that no disrespect to them, but but wasn't really on the radar of a lot of teams. So I think he's gone down there and and made every post a winner, and, and his work rate is uh, top notch. So um, I, I would say around that loose four year, barring any injuries, um, you know, Billy Harlan's back in the mix, like you said. Um, he's been an outstanding standing player for not only Canterbury but for. Uh, for the Crusaders and, and his, he, he played magnificent last year so um, probably knocking on the door of Albrecht um, selection so that's exciting for him to be back after a bit of injury too so yeah it's, uh, I, it, once again going back to that tight five if they can get uh, a bit of ball and um, get some go for it well once again it needs to lose to their, their work and if we can see the likes of Brazil and Gareth Evans out there running with ball um, that's going to be dangerous if they get a platform, if they do get a platform, if they get parity up front, which means they get front foot ball, uh, I think if I look at the, the trio of halfbacks and uh, Aaron Smith, Fokotava, Fala Fokotava, Kane Hamilton, I, I think that's as good as any, uh, I think, uh, of any combination of three in terms of depth uh, of, any pro, uh, of any of these franchises. Yeah, totally agree with that. Absolutely. And, and the beauty is that all three of them have had plenty of game time, haven't they? Okay, Fokotava is coming back from a bit of injury, but I think... I think he's probably um, come back. He'll, he'll be in fantastic shape. Um, we saw how good he was and how good he's been for particularly Hawke's Bay, but the way he played for the Hollanders um, also. Um, I, I think uh, that the, all three of them will be pushing everyone, each other pretty hard. Um, you know, we know Aaron Smith, his work ethic is, is probably second to none. Um, so that'll make the other two boys work just as hard. But they also seem to work work with each other to, to improve each other. So um, I tell you what, if I was Marty Banks and uh, Mitch Hunt, I'd be pretty happy with who I've got in the, in the nine posse. And, mm. and, um, and, and also the way the Hollanders play, it's a real key area for them, isn't it? You know, like we see when, when Aaron is playing, they base a lot of their game around. Around him, and um, and I don't see any reason why they won't do that with Fakatava as well, and um, and we'll see very similar game plan. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, I think that's a great area, and you know, Touchwood no no injuries for them because um, you know it does take a big chunk out of the game if they lose one. Well, you talked about uh, Mitch Hunt and, and Marty Banks, and I think that's. Uh, it's a nice little duo as well, but uh, they don't want any inju- in- too many injuries around that uh, particular area. I want to go to the midfield, uh, uh, which is a, a particularly interesting area for me because, uh, you know, uh, Thomas Umunga Jensen, uh, I think very, very exciting talent. Big young man too. Uh, C.O. Tompkinson's been around for a while. Natu- uh, Natu Nani Punavai has 
Scott Gregory and Fatili Pyre basically is their midfield grouping. What do you make of that? Oh, I, I think it's exciting. I, I agree with you around um, the midfield. You know, Umanga Jensen um, is a big, he's a big lad, um, but he needs to get on the field and get some game time under his belt. And, and I'm sure uh, this preseason has been really good for him. Um, Josh Timu, um, he's he's been around a few years now. Um, you know, he went overseas and played a little bit, came back uh, from Australia, and and um, you know, he's been he's just been bordering on that uh, on that starting sort of um, team. So I'm excited to see him get some runs in at 13. And by all accounts, the, the two of them together have played well in their preseason games. Um, I. Obviously, Scott Gregory is also another option for Brownie. He sort of mentioned that a few times, and, and the way that he played, in particular last year in the 12 years, he's considering as a winger, um, or, or regarded as a winger for work, I thought he did an outstanding job. Um, and I think he's one of those guys that you can put in there and he's dangerous with ball in hand, but he's got big defence, and I think... Uh, just chatting to Brownie, you can tell the way he he really enjoys the fact that he can put him in any posse and any performance for them. So I think that's another guy there that that possibly might float into that midfield position and and add a bit too. So um, and and once again that that midfield is is you know there's a lot of traffic running down there. Um, so uh, you know they're going to have to be pretty good defensively as well, and and mm. there's something that Tomkinson's pretty good at too, isn't he? Um, okay, there's the odd one that slips up a bit high, but if he slows the sights a bit, he's a, he's a big defender. So um, they're going to have to work pretty hard in that area, and I think they're all solid defenders. So exciting for the for the Hollanders that particular uh, that part in particular. Let's round it off with the back three then, uh, Brendan. We're looking at uh, Masisi Dawai. Uh, Villamuni Korai, uh, we've got Josh Timu, Sam Gilbert, Connor Garden Bashup uh, is in there. Uh, he's a very, very exciting prospect. And uh, Solomon Alamalo back uh, after some uh, health issues. Yeah, great, isn't it? Um, I think the, the back three in particular is an area where I don't think he's probably settled um, too much at the moment on, on his actual back three. There's a lot of names in there that... Uh, have played some pretty exciting rugby and, and have got a lot of promise. So, once again, to keep going back to that, that front five, giving good ball. If they can get some good ball, um, the midfield do their job and get some, get some, uh, hold their defence and get some space out wide, these guys can be really dangerous. Um, Sam Gilbert's another kid that's, that's come on really well. He had a good NPC, um, pretty sound at fullback, big lad too. Um, I know he can do a bit of goal kicking as well. Um, Daiwa is another guy that, for me, I think that'll be really exciting if he gets some room. Um, we've seen him go pretty pretty well. Um, Karoi's a bit of a drifter for me. He, he drifted a wee bit in Super and in uh, NPC. He's such an outstanding talent with the ball in hand, isn't he, Smithy? He's just, just mm-hmm. outstanding to watch, but he... He just had a couple of games where he sort of drifted in and out. Well, at super rugby level, you can't afford really to do that. There's, you get punished pretty quickly. So I'm hoping for Philomone, he's, he's an outstanding footballer. I just hope he uh, hope he sort of cements a place, whether it's fullback or wing, and and um, and, he, and he really performs. Because when he does, he can rip teams to pieces. So um, I think that whole sort of back three year, there'll be... Uh, They'll shift around a touch, I think. They won't, they won't have sort of settled on who actually is going to be in their back three just quite yet. I think those first couple of rounds will be interesting to see what happens there and, and how much ball they get.
Yeah, I, I listened to you talk glowingly about that whole squad, and uh, I, I've actually uh, changed my mind. I think the Highlanders are right in the mix there with that uh, home advantage early on in the piece as well. Hey, mate, before I let you, let you go, I'd love you to just touch on the Six Nations for us. Uh, last yeah. time Scotland beat the, the Welsh in Wales, in Wales, a fella by the name of Brendan Laney kicked two late penalties under pressure. That was 2002. And they came up short again at the weekend, just. Oh, no. It was gutting. I lost the game. And, and to be fair, I think the last, when I did that in 2002, um, Steve Hansen was coaching, so he didn't like me too much after that game. But, um, yeah, see, uh, it was tough to watch. Um, it was a cracking game of rugby from a test point of view, it wasn't exactly attractive when you come to a spectacle, but sometimes you don't get there with test matches, and in particular, they, um, uh, they've got a roof on their stadium. I'm not too sure why they didn't close it, but anyway. Um, and, and to be fair, the Welsh, after their first round, their first test um, in the Six Nations, they, weren't, they were written off. Um, Scotland played particularly well against England. Um, I don't know. I've spoken to a few Scottish boys. They're still they're still partying um, after that one. Um, so they were expected to to get up and, and beat Wales. And uh, you got a hand to the Welsh boys. They came out and threw everything at the the Scottish guys. And their attitude on defence was was magnificent because Scotland scored a couple of nice tries, um, but they just had a few opportunities they didn't take. So um, that is a massive win for uh, Wales, and and it's it sort of. It sort of opened up competition a little bit, in particular that sort of second second posse. Uh, the French looked very good, though, didn't they? Smithy? Gee whiz, they looked uh, they looked yeah, dangerous. They do, they do mate. Very they dangerous. look absolutely great. They've, they've got the playmakers sorted out as Winnie, uh, I think, as 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 good as anyone at this far out um, of the World Cup. Uh, the playmaking combination is as good as any in the world, probably the best, I would think. Totally agree, and and you can see that. The way they're playing, that that, that really is, uh, they are the driving force behind their game, aren't they? And, and we've probably always seen uh, uh, the French side as a, as a team that plays with fair and off the cuff, but you can see they're playing quite differently at the moment. And they've got guys in key positions, particularly at 9 10, that are, are really driving the game well, but they're also keen to attack the line, um, which is just awesome to watch. Um, but they've got a big forward pack, the French. And, uh, you know, that was a big win against Ireland, massive win against Ireland, because that Irish side's pretty handy as well, and they play with so much passion, and, and they've got a good record in the Six Nations. So, um, you know, to play the French in, in any stage, um, but also at home, is, is very hard to do. So um, they'll be tough to beat for the rest of the competition. But, look, it, does, it, it's an exciting competition. It really is. Smithy, I've been lucky enough to be involved. The, the passion, the crowds, the, the pre-game, the after after the game, the, the, it's just an amazing tournament to be involved in. It's very hard to explain the passion that's involved. And, and um, Six Nations is a, is a very special competition. And, and uh, it, I, I, these guys, it, it, they certainly... Um, you talk to anybody who's been involved in the test match and then have played in, in uh, Six Nations, they are very different. And the, and, and the passion involved in it is just huge. So um, very exciting to watch. Great to talk to you, uh, Brennan, and uh, hear your passion is still there for Six Nations, but uh, your belief too in the, the Highlander squad. Great to get that insight. Hey, go well, mate, and hopefully we'll catch up with you during the season at some point, eh? Yeah, you're a champ, Smithy. I really look forward to that. Top man. Thanks heaps. Cheers. Cheers, Brendan. Thank you for your time this morning.
Uh, Brendan Laney there, the chainsaw, a bit of a cult figure around New Zealand, but of course uh, very popular too uh, in Scotland uh, for his deeds uh, the national side. Uh, and I couldn't ask him this question. Uh, would uh, love some of what Buff is smoking. I think they have a decent one, three, four, seven, eight, nine. Their tens are okay. Their midfield is rubbish, and the back three don't. Know. Okay, fair enough. That was just a, a knee jerk one that's just come in, but that's cool.